Welcome to Insights to Strength. I'm your host, Jay Love, and this podcast was curated to remind you that you are not your circumstance. Join me as I encourage you through the Word of God, help you to identify your strengths, and vocally walk alongside you in purpose. Hey there, family. What's going on? I am sitting in my creative space, i.e. the lab, i.e. the studio um, that we have here for Insights to Strength. And of course, I'm excited, per usual, right, to deliver to you all a new episode. I hope that you all enjoyed the last one, um, which was our plan in place episode, which was encouraging you to literally have a plan in place. Like, what does that look like for you? Um when you need to talk to God or when you're planning big events or not even a large event, but something um, that is significant enough to actually need, right? Um, Need a plan (laughs) because it's freaking necessary so that you don't go into situations and things haphazardly um, in life because it, it truly makes a grand difference. It shows an indifferently, the different, um, type of gesture, right? It shows that you are prepared. It shows that you are confident, um, that it, it, it leaves you, uh, limited in distractions, right? So I'll share with you three of those things from the last episode, just to bring you up to speed, right? So the thought that the Holy Spirit had given to me for that particular episode was three, uh, was, Relative to three things. One, it was as you navigate new terrain, be sure not to panic, right? The second thing is to make sure that you trust what you have been taught on your journeys thus far in life and just in different situations, right? Things that you thought you would never um, end up going through, but you came through and you came through on top, right? And then the other thing or the third thing was to make sure that you rely more on your relationship with the father than you do even on your own intellect and ability. Because when you rely on him, there's a, a certainty, there is there is security, right? In those situations, it teaches you uh, also how to hear the voice of God. Yeah teaching you how to hear all those circumstances and circumstances and situations teaches you how to hear the voice of God, which in turn increases your faith, right? It's a, it's a domino effect that we don't always see coming, right? So just like we plan for large storms or, you know, having insurance for our car, our houses, or, you know, our businesses, we need to make sure we have the same um, enactments when it comes to our relationship with God. I think that's a great place to begin now in our new episode, which is entitled, How Do You Hear? Huh? <laughs> How do you hear, right? How do you hear God? How do you hear yourself when you think, like, let's 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 just dive into, into that a little bit, right? So let me um, share with you that I was actually excited um, and encouraged when I realized that what I'm about to dive into right now was actually another chapter being prepared for our, um, for my book, right? For a book that I've been working on for some, for some time. People could ask, people 
continues to ask me, when are you coming out with another book? When are you coming out with another book? So let me clear the air in that. Okay. As a creator, if you don't know a creator, if you yourself aren't creative, um, I'll give you this tidbit. Creating under pressure for me, at least personally, is never a good thing. Right. Some people can do it and get it done, but creativity requires a freedom to have. It requires it. You tap into a different side of your brain when you are creating. And so when it comes to a book, I can't just throw things out and put it together and call it what God said. Absolutely not. Every piece for me is extremely intricate. Um, It is a uh, a process that we as writers go through that has nothing uh, and everything to do with the book, right? I can say when I wrote my first book, oh goodness, uh, and I don't want to go off on the tangent, but when I wrote my first book, I can honestly say that I was not prepared to really live some of those experiences and neither was I prepared, prepared to um, live some of the new ones that actually came with it, right? So writing a book is not that for me. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not. I process. I process, I process, I process. And I would never want to just throw anything out there and smack my name on it. Absolutely not. All right, so we just give God the glory for the giftings. And I thank you all for being patient with me um, um, and being um followers or believers in the work that god has given me to do and uh my abilities that he's given to me also all right so again just diving in the moment here i thought um i was excited when i realized that what it is that you all are about to hear was was a chapter of um an upcoming book right and it's not only a chapter but it's another teachable moment um, it's another lead or stride into obedience and priced to being able uh, to realize that, rather acknowledge it has and is creating an undertone of anxiety, right? Because I began to stress about this chapter, uh, stress about the books and what it is that I'm supposed to deal with in writing this episode, okay? And out of that anxiousness, I realized that I had asked myself, what is making you stress? Why is this such a big deal to um, to do this? And you know what myself figured out or found out? Growth. Growth makes me anxious. But I'm also lucky, lucky enough to know or blessed enough to know that the Lord told me to be anxious for nothing. And that has brought me back to my place. It's giving me, like in this very moment, peace. I was, in addition to being anxious, I was avoiding this assignment. <laughs> As y'all know already, like I'm always avoid trying to avoid assignments just to end up doing them anyway, right? Hence was the issue with plan and plan in place. But we give God the glory now. Uh, but I was avoiding this assignment and now I'm entering into a new series that is going to be a great challenge in an amazing way, right? You all know the series entitled already along the way. We just finished up a few weeks back, um, the road of head, which is a four part series. So, um, this is part 
going, we're going into, I'm sorry, there were four episodes to that, but now we're in part two uh, or a follow-up series, which will also have several episodes to it. So this series along the way is uh, a series about hope and action, right? Even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead. So being uh, is dead, being alone. Yea, a man may say, thou hast faith and I have works. But show me thy faith without my works. With, and I will show thee my faith by my works. That's James 2 and 20 and read in the King James Version. Faith. It is very much seen in how we live out our lives according to the word, right? Faith is heard in how we speak. Faith in action has and is an encouragement to the onlookers, the right? The onlookers being those that um, are watching you do what you do as you um, literally take faith steps or make faith moves or, you know, profess what it profess your belief in Christ or your relationship with God and all the things. Right. So faith takes a stride of its own when you do it by trusting in the word. Right. So before you realize that you have had so much traction and momentum because we're moving in faith. Right. Not not in ourselves, we're, we're, but we're moving in faith. Hebrews 11 and 1 says now faith. It's the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Hmm? So, sidebar. <laughs> I hear you, naysayer, uh-huh, saying, God reigns on the just as well as the unjust. Hmm? And you will be absolutely correct and correct. You'll be absolutely correct, excuse me. But when God does it, no man can open. No man can shut or lock the door or the window that he's pushing you through. Right. When he does it, no man will up, up one on you because he, God, is the master strategist. And when God does it, there is a cherry on top. That carrot shines a little brighter and you, you shine effortlessly. Your character, because it's his, because it's God's character, it entices individuals. Right. It's his glory that you will carry for his sake. And that will make you cognizant that, yes, faith walks can be gentle and they can be encouraging all the things. Yet you will not be able to ignore that faith walks, period. Okay. Faith can be defined in this series as fruitful, fruitful actions intentionally towards him. Faith is fruitful. It's fruitful. So I want you to ask yourself, what does your faith produce? What has your faith produced? Even if your answers um, produce some hesitancy, whether they were good or bad, I want you to put into practice uh, retrospective and introspective moments to receive your wins, acknowledging where you have come from and where or what it is that you need to work on. And then I want you to choose to grow from this point forward. Mm-hmm. Right. So you may be wondering, how am I going to do that? <laughs> or how am I going to do this? Right. Solomon was told that he could ask for anything and whatever he asked for, that it would be given to him. I, I asked for a praying spirit. I did. 
The command for us was and is to pray without ceasing. And this season, as we walk by faith and not by sight, it is important that we are led in prayer by the Holy Ghost. Don't pray because you are in pain. Sure, you can do this. Okay, I'm not going to take that away from you. But may I implore you to try something different? May I teach you something different? In fact, maybe maybe you know this already, but prayer is a preventative strategy. Prayer is worship. It's praise. It's joy. Prayer is discipline. Prayer is weaponry. And it's direction. You don't believe me? Look in Isaiah 30 and 21. Okay. So I want I want you to ask yourself this question too. How do you learn to hear him and know who he is if you don't talk to him? So let me give you the situation. Okay. Um, a friend of mine, he went through, um, a friend of mine, let me just say that a friend of mine went through a life changing event on last year that, uh, greatly affected how he operates from day to day. Right. And I remember him sharing with me that his new aid was not processing sounds the way that he had preferred. And as a result, he had chosen not to utilize the aids at all. Right. So I found myself telling him, cause I'm, you know, he's like a little brother to me. I found myself telling him that he has to train his ear. I then continued to state, if you never practice and train with the aid, how will you hear? <laughs> Ezekiel 43 and 2 states this, And behold, the glory of, of the God of Israel came from the way of the east, and his voice was like a noise of many waters. And the earth shined with his glory. I know you may be asking yourself, well, what does that have to do with what we're talking about? What does that have to do with me and my ability to hear? Let me help you. When I read that scripture, I too asked the same question. But then the Holy Spirit guided me to look at this scripture differently. And it made me realize, and I'm going to read it again. No, I'm going to, and let me tell you, it made me realize this, that in many cases you will hear God before you see him. So watch this. I'm going to pause right there. And I'm going to reread Ezekiel 43 and 2, which again states, and behold, right? So when they say behold, that means I'm trying to get your attention. Look, wait, watch this. Huh? Behold. <laughs> The glory of the God of Israel came from the way of the east, right? So I'm telling you, look, someone's coming from the east. And his voice was like, he's coming away from east, but I can hear his voice. And his voice was like a noise of many waters. Have you ever stood by a lake or a beach and hear what it sounds like to be by a body of water? Mm-hmm. It was, that's a powerful sound. When you don't think water makes much noise, but then you hear that dripping faucet, right? So imagine a dripping faucet on steroids, right? And his voice was like a noise of many waters and the earth shined with his glory. This man is from a, God, the God of Israel, right? Is from afar off and yet 
you hear him before you actually see him. God was making his way before he made his way, before he was even present. I'll leave that alone. So I repeat, in many cases, you will hear God before you see him. He is testing your faith and he's training your ear. Huh? Hearing your faith and testing your ear, you're training your ear. I'm going to quickly pull this scripture really fast. I forgot to send, sit with my Bible. So give me a moment to read with you all from Galatians 3 and 5. Listen, I just did a whole, we just did a whole lesson on <laughs> uh, being prepared and I forgot my Bible, right? But in the um, NIV's version, it says this. So again, I ask, I ask, does God give you his spirit and work miracles among you by the works of the law or by your believing what you heard? Hmm? That's a question to you. Hebrews 21, I mean, two and one, excuse me, says, pay much closer attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away from it. Galatians 3 and 5 had me uh, understanding that I am hearing with faith. Does he just give you his spirit and work miracles among you by the works of the law? Or does he give it by you believing what you heard? Because sometimes you don't you don't feel that you have all of what you see. You can only go. There's things that God has told me to do. I have to utilize my personal testimony in here. There are many things that God has told me to go and do before I could see what it was that he was talking about. Right? He instructed... Uh, uh lord who was it lord help me today oh my goodness he, in the in the bible there was an instruction given i want to say joseph but i don't believe it was joseph said go to a land far off and i'm gonna show you basically like, go do this and i'm gonna show you when i get there when you get there it was one of those situations right hebrews 3 and 15 says as it is said today if you hear his voice if you hear again we're dealing with hearing today if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. Don't harden your heart. So here's another story for you. Uh, I believe it's been about a month or two now, month and a half, where some of where where I stay in the state of Wisconsin, many things have has been going on here as it is around the world. But when it comes to our weather, we've been experiencing quite a fit quite a bit uh, of storms. And there was a particular storm that came in through the city of Milwaukee and did some serious damage, right? So some of you heard those sirens and they felt the winds. Some people were actually sleeping and they got the warnings on their phones. But there were some watchers who who were calm because we couldn't see any real threat, right? 
on this particular day, I remember very vividly, I was hanging out with my best friend and we were up watching TV. We can see what was going on outside and we literally were watching it. And I got up needing something. Um, I left something in my car. It was two o'clock in the morning. I'm la da 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 <laughs> to my car because I need to go and get this, get whatever it was that I needed out of my car. All right. And I went back into the house. I think it was like some candy. <laughs> But I didn't see any real threat, right? But some people, they didn't even receive the warnings. Some folks slept right through all of the storm. People were waking up confused and making their posts on social media. Like, what storm is everybody talking about? It was just raining. But no, it was so much more than that. The Bible states that no man knows the day nor the hour. And we don't know when Christ is coming back, right? So however that scripture just hit you, just let it sit. We don't know the day nor the hour. This episode may very well be your only warning. So do not harden your heart. So I ask again, how do you hear him? Hebrews 4 and 7 says, you may not know the day nor the hour, but there is an appointed day. That's the scripture I just gave warning prior to this. That's where that can be found. There is an appointed day. John 14 through 26 says, um, 14 and 26, excuse me, says, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you. Mm -hmm. I keep making these dramatic pauses, but they really are just pauses. <laughs> uh, because when someone speaks, you should listen. Right? Insights to strength. Our podcast here, it brings everything that God has said back to you. Okay, if he said it, it was spoken. Some things truly are better caught than they are taught. But harden not your hearts. I heard God speak to me in order to, you know, the Holy Spirit speak to me, excuse me, in order to bring about an understanding. And then so the Holy Spirit actually began to feed me so that this individual of whom I was speaking to can actually receive. So here's that scenario. Back in June, I was on my way home listening to the news, you know, via Sirius XM radio, when all of a sudden the burden of prayer fell upon me. And what that, what that simply means is that there was an intense urge for me to pray. So I began to pray and it turned into a, into a wailing. So this intensity to me signifies that there is a laboring here. There is a warring that needs to take place that this shows me that there is an urgency and it would not let up. So then a thought entered my mind that said, make it home. But I know it wasn't just a thought. It was the Holy spirit. That's what I was hearing. Make it home. So I began to speak those words, make it home, make it home, repeating it over and over, make it home, make it home. And I'm praying in the midst of it. And then, then here comes another wailing, right? And I began to speak it to, speak in my heavenly language. 
I then began to call out every name that fell on my heart. I noticed that the names were men, ages whom were young and old, who I've known throughout my life, right? And so there was a weight that was being applied. There was some pressure being applied to one particular name. So I called the mother of that young man so that I could alert her so that she could also, you know, be in prayer and even join me, join me as I pray for him. Y'all, four days later, I received a text message at eight something in the morning that the son I was praying for had an accident. So we both immediately, the mother and I, were thankful for the prayer that saved his life. Right. His truck had flipped over several times, several times over and it landed in a ditch. But that wasn't it. Right. He had hit a main electrical pole for the area that he was actually in. The wires were still live. And he was sitting atop an underground transformer. Wires were all over the truck. And y'all, he was sitting in water. That incident should have taken his life. And we thank God that it did not. And I had only shared with her, this was prior to the incident, what I heard and what it was that I saw during prayer. So I I told you already what I heard. What I heard was make it home, make it home. But what I saw in the spirit was a rural area. Right. I just I just knew that it was rural. So I didn't know if he was out of state because, you know, they they drive tow trucks. And I didn't know if they were just, you know, up north somewhere. I I didn't know. But I again, it was late. I began prayer as a result of what I first heard. Mm. Hey. Thank you, Jesus. So now this is this. I'm sharing with you because it's important to figure out how God speaks to you so that you know it's him when he is speaking. He can and he will use you at times to speak on his behalf to others. That was was what was happening in that moment. The word says in John 16 and 13 that he won't speak on his own authority, but whatsoever he will speak and he will declare to you the things that are to come. John 5 and 30 says, I can do nothing on my own initiative or authority. Just as I hear, I judge. And my judgment is just, meaning that it is fair, righteous, and unbiased. Because I do not seek my own will, but only the will of him who sent me. This is the importance of having the Holy Ghost, right? So for those that are that are skeptical and maybe were not raised in a Pentecostal, you know, religion or setting, when people are speaking in tongues, that is the unknown language. And not everyone has the ability to actually interpret what is being said in those moments. Sometimes we speak as a result of us being edified within. But if we are ever speaking over or in a large body, we are uh, in a large body. Um, There are people who are too gifted to interpret. 
If that does not make sense for you, and I pray that it does, please feel free to reach out to me in that regard at insights to strength uh, gmail.com. You can for sure email me or even send a voice memo uh, through our anchor app because I do want to always make clear I don't move on my own volition. Okay, but I'll continue on. There are blessings, you all, that come with hearing and obeying the word of God. There are blessings, as it is stated in Luke 11 and 28, that come with being able to hear and obey. So Luke 11 and 28 says, Jesus replied, but even more blessed are who he, are all who hear the word of God and put it into practice. That's the New Living Translation. So as a result of that incident, his life was spared and he survived. His injuries had were, uh, were two metal plates and screws in his arm. His leg had to, you know, be sewn up because he had broken a bone and that bone actually came through his, his skin. I believe it was uh, his, his tibia. It had come, so basically his, his shin bone um, had broken through his, his skin. But I want you again all to understand that warnings don't always come directly to the person as is in this instance. Truly, we all are parts of the body of Christ and we need each other to thrive in it. Revelation 3 and 20 states this, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him and he with me. That again is a call to salvation. It's a call to salvation. For you who are listening, there is an immediate call to salvation. Amen. So I say to you, if you have not accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can do so now by simply praying this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I confess with my sins and ask for your forgiveness. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps daily by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and for answering my prayer. As it is stated in Revelations 3 and 22, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. This now concludes this episode. As always, I would love to hear your feedback. Um, so please, again, especially with this episode, right? There is an urgency on this episode. So I say, please follow, follow us on Instagram and on Facebook. We are at Insights to Strength on both platforms. Um, if you would like the transcript of this episode, feel free to email us at insightstostrength at gmail.com or again, shoot us an email and I will, of course, get right back with you. I usually have a very quick response time, um, no more than 24 to 48 hours, but typically about 24 hours for the turnaround with me. Um, or again, simply leave a voicemail with us by clicking on the link in the show notes to share your experience with us. As always, 
Keep praying, keep pressing, and stand tall. Hey, Seekers. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. You could even send a voicemail by clicking the link in our show notes. To catch all the latest from us, you can follow us on Instagram and on Facebook at Insights to Strength. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.